Hello there, lovers. Okay, happy Valentine's Day. Let's get that out of the way. All right, so I wanted to do something kind of fun today. Um, basically, I've never been like a big Valentine's Day person, but since now we have a two kids, but we have um, our three-year-old like was so excited about giving Valentine's to all of her friends and everything. So I, my heart has softened <laughs> about this day. Um, so I think it's just really like a sweet thing to celebrate love. And that's kind of what we're doing over in our house. We also <laughs> don't really do Valentine's Day presents, but today we happen to have bought a house. So... <laughs> Um, my husband and I gave each other the gift of a new home and we're kind of in the process of moving and all of that kind of stuff. So it's a very sweet day. There's a lot of things going on over here in my life, but I thought it was really important to do this live for you because there are things that I would say are like the essential keys or the essential ingredients to actually having a relationship that thrives. I'm so distracted by this lamp. There are boxes everywhere and an empty bookshelf. <laughs> so I just thought that was funny. Um, but these three things when I'm working with couples are uh, essentially, there's at least one of them missing and that's usually why they are coaching with me. But once we take these things apart, there's actually no reason to not have an amazing relationship. So this little um, short Facebook Live is going to be for you, whether you're in a long-term relationship or whether you are perhaps just, you know, single and wondering what a good relationship should look like and, you know, all that stuff. So here's the thing. The first key the first ingredient is really about your mindset. Now that may seem strange to say like, wait a second, my relationship with another person shouldn't depend on my mindset. But this to me is the most important thing. And here's what I mean by that. We think that our actions out in the world are the thing that determines whether our partner is happy or not. Or we think that their actions out in the world are the things that make us happy or not. And that's actually totally not true. Because if it were true, the same action would have the same impact on everybody. Um, I can share this like little <laughs> story about mindset specifically because I, as a coach, I'm in a really good place about this most of the time. And I've been experiencing in my own relationship just a lot of freedom about what my husband does or doesn't do. So we had this um, interaction last night where I was in the middle of packing and he was putting the kids to bed and he came downstairs and he just like looked at the chaos of all the stuff that I had pulled out of the cupboards and I was packing things. And I could just see him standing there kind of going, and he said, what's going on for you right now, honey? And he said, I'm feeling overwhelmed. 
like there just seems to be this sea of stuff and there's all these things to do and I don't even know where to start. And I was like, well, it's okay. I got it. And he was like, yeah, you've done about 80% of the packing. So, you know, I feel like I should really step it up and like maybe I need to stay up all night, but I'm also super tired. So I'm just, I don't know, I'm feeling like guilty that you've been doing all this packing and I'm feeling overwhelmed by what still needs to be done. And I'm just feeling all of these things and I'm feeling a little stressed about it. I hope he doesn't mind me telling the story. Usually I ask him. I didn't, but I was like, okay, here's the thing. I have decided ahead of time that this, nothing about this move is going to stress me out. I've decided that I am taking full responsibility for packing, for making sure everything's booked, everything's ready. And when we get to the new house, I'm going to clean it. I'm going to unpack it. And I've decided that that is what I want to do, not because I feel like I have to, not because I'm thinking you're not going to help me, but really because I think it's important for my own mood to think of this whole situation as like, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a party. I actually don't need a lot of help. We have movers coming to do the parts that I physically don't want to do or can't do. Um, you know, it's totally fine. You can help as much or as little as you want. Just do whatever. And he was like, looking at me like, who has come and taken the my wife and replaced her with this alien <laughs> human? I don't know if that's what he was thinking, but that's, you know, that was the look that I thought he was giving me. Um, but he kind of pressed me on it a little bit. He was like, yeah, like you just, if I just didn't do anything, you wouldn't care. I was like, oh no, I would really appreciate the help, but I'm not going to feel like you don't love me if you don't stay up all night and pack. Like, I'm not going to stay up all night and pack. And I love me myself very much. I love our house. I love our family. Like what you do here in the situation does not affect me. So just feel free to like, literally, if you need to go to bed, just go to bed. And, you know, 20 minutes later, he was just in this different headspace, which I think was really interesting because by taking ownership for my feelings, for taking ownership of my um, involvement and actually just saying, like, if I do 100% of this project, I've decided ahead of time I want to feel good about that and feel fine and feel like a superhero. Um it also, like a byproduct of that, is that he wasn't worried that I was going to create a situation of tension in our relationship. And the funny thing is then he started helping me and we got a lot done. So it was like a side effect where I was not um, invested in whether he helped or not. But what I was invested in is doing something for myself that felt good. So this is what I mean when I talk about mindset. So when you're really owning the choices that you're making in your relationship, if you choose to be the one to volunteer to pick up the kids from school, then you own that choice and you don't make it into some like way to get back at your partner. If you own the choice to work a nine to five job so that you can, you and your family can have a certain lifestyle, then 
owning that versus feeling victimized by that is, I think, one of the most important things that we miss. Because culturally, that's not what we're taught. We're not really taught that it is a choice, that most of what we do is completely a choice. And having some ownership for your thoughts also means that you get to own the product, the results in your life, the impact that you have. And that is definitely an important part to of any successful partnership is the willingness to own your own thoughts, own your own feelings, and own the results that you create for yourself, for each other. So that is maybe the first and most important key. And it's something that can take a little bit of time to get, but like number one most important thing to set you free and have you feeling totally different about the, the situation of your relationship. Now, the next one is also about you. There's a theme here. <laughs> then another key to a thriving relationship is also self-care. Now, this might seem sort of like um, an opposing feature of what I just said, but really self-care and love means that you are willing to take care of yourself. Most people think that the job of their partner is to take care of them. They're supposed to take care of our emotional needs or desires. They're supposed to know when we're feeling upset. They're supposed to intuit and um, really jump in and take over and make us happy. And I mean, the, the thing about that, <laughs> I know it's culturally conditioned right into us. Like I know that that's what most people really do believe about relationships. But if you question it for a second, if you really thought back to a time when you were feeling, maybe you were feeling unmotivated, you didn't feel like doing your day, you just didn't feel like it. And maybe you whined to your partner like, oh, I just don't feel like doing anything. Can you do it all for me? If you really think about it, like you're, actually just passing off the shit that you don't want to do to them. You're not feeling motivated. You're now expecting them to motivate you. So you've, you're kind of like sitting in a hole and you can't climb out of it. You're expecting them to climb in and heave you out. So they've got to do the work to get in there with you and hoist you out. It sounds kind of funny when I say it that way, but if you really think about the way that we expect other people to fulfill our needs, it, it's unfair. I actually think it's totally unfair because if you're not even willing to fulfill your own needs, why the hell should somebody else do it? Your partner especially. <laughs> we, when we first get together with somebody, usually it's because you like the other person, you think they're fun, or you think they're intelligent and you have a really good time being around them. And it all feels so light and free because you are not weighed down by the job description of partner. You know, you're not weighed down by all of the things that they should do, they shouldn't do. You're checking to see how they're doing at their new job of being your partner. They're checking to see how you're, they're, you're doing at your new job as their partner. And it just becomes like more of a negotiation where you're both sort of working for each other rather than 
taking care of your own needs and your own desires. They're taking care of their needs and their desires. And then you're just coming together to enjoy each other's company. Like that kind of a relationship has so much more energy, so much more fulfillment actually, because you aren't there to build each other up. You're just there to celebrate each other. Just think about the energy of that. Like when you're there to like bolster someone versus when you're there to just celebrate life and be on a journey together, it feels so different. Now that is not to say that there's going to be not going to be difficult times where you may need to lean on your partner for support. Um, I think that that's all very beautiful, but where that comes from like a, a place of abundance and love is when it's not an expectation, but something that you're doing for each other because you truly want to. So my example of packing, it was my, <laughs> my, you know, my, my statement of like, I'm willing to completely do all of it was not coming from feeling like I owe him something or that, um, you know, he's working nine to five and my schedule is more flexible, so I should do it. You know, there was no feeling of expectation, no weight to that emotion. It was literally like, I just want to enjoy this process and I'm 100% willing to take responsibility for that by doing all of it if I have to. And loving you while I do it, even if you don't lift a finger. It's so much nicer and it's for you. So the self-care and the mindset really, it will benefit, of course, your relationship, but it also is for you because you have the option to feel stressed out. You have the option to feel resentful. You have the, you know, your brain, if you want to get it on board, it can find evidence of all of the reasons that you should feel pissed off. <laughs> but you also have an option to do something that's supportive to your own energy. And um, that's like in this situation, that's what I chose. In another situation, maybe I won't do it as consciously and it won't be as nice. But for this one, I think it really was an extension of self-care. And um, I think that that is just a key ingredient that most people miss. Most people really are trying to um, push themselves like even self-care becomes a chore. It's like, it's a, I, I've got a, I didn't check it off my list today. This stuff is um, just essential to you thriving and having this, a little bit of space in your own mind. You know, especially if you have kids, especially if you have a career and you're trying to manage all of the moving parts of life, of course you're gonna start sniffing at your partner. Of course you're going to, um, your brain is gonna look for all the ways that they're not helping you if you are not helping yourself. If you're not starting with a baseline of the essentials that are for your well-being and just taking care of the mind, all of the, the drama that the mind can turn up. Okay, and then the other one that I really wanna talk about before we sort of sign off today is this ingredient really is all about how you show up. And again, it's, it's about you, but when you show up in your relationship, this is about showing up fully. So 
if you really take the mindset work seriously, if you are making sure that your self-care, your well-being is a number one priority in your life, then you have this opportunity to show up and be fully present with your partner. So if you have not been delegating your needs and your desires off to them, they don't have a big job description that they have to fulfill in order to make you happy. Now you get to actually just show up and enjoy each other's company. It can really be that simple and it can feel like you are on the same team if you've done all of that previous work. You don't need your partner to say anything special, to do anything special. I know it's Valentine's Day. There's a lot of expectations. A lot of people do have at certain times. But like, if you just didn't need that because you were fully full, if your energy was on point, you've done the things you need to do, you've really been supporting yourself, and you're taking care of all your own needs, you can just show up and enjoy each other. And I have worked with couples where this ingredient's missing, and it's really funny because they will... Um, be doing all of the work on themselves. Maybe they're like, I work with a lot of yogis. So they'll be doing a lot of this internal work, but then they forget about the piece where you have to show up and make time for each other. So I have a little free guide that's in how to have an at-home date night. This is something that my husband and I sort of devised after we had our second child because, yeah, we can get a babysitter, but sometimes the prospect of like going out for dinner at seven o'clock at night, hiring a babysitter for a couple of hours, going out really late, like all that stuff. It's just like, Oh, I really just want to spend time with you. I don't need to spend money. I don't really want to be out in public. I just really want to sit and connect with you. So we just devised this little at home date night and it actually looks like what we normally do but we make it a special thing. So I will, he will either invite me or I will invite him and we'll set up a time. We will decide ahead of time what we're going to do. So we don't just say like, let's hang out tonight, yo. <laughs> we try to really make it seem special. Um, and yeah, we'll just spend a few hours. Maybe it's chatting on the couch with a, a nice warm beverage or maybe it's playing board games or having a really nice meal. Um, it could really be anything and it can be very simple, but it's it goes in the calendar like it's the most important appointment of the day. And then we show up. So showing up fully for each other really only can be enjoyed to the fullest when you're doing all the other work. But if you do all the other work, don't forget about that piece. <laughs> you know, really give yourself that opportunity because this is your life and this is your partner. Um, I've, I coach people on a lot of things, uh, on pieces of their work, their money, their careers, their productivity. And I have met so many amazing people who do incredible things and are so successful in all the areas of their life. But at, at the end of the day, they can't come home and celebrate that with the love of their life, then it doesn't feel 
nearly as sweet or special as it can. So that is my mission. I'm trying to help as many couples, especially this year, um, as I can, because this is just the most important stuff. Everything else is just a bonus, every other piece of life. And if you are thinking that you might like a little bit more support in any one of these areas or all of them, just shoot me a DM. I can tell you a little bit more about how to work with me. But the main point is that if you are doing the mindset work, if you are taking care of yourself, taking care of your own needs and not trying to delegate them to someone else, like you really uncover what's going on and notice that you have the option to feel amazing and take responsibility for how you show up in your day, then you can just show up and be together and enjoy each other like it's your first date. <laughs> I know that seems um, kind of fun and fr maybe frivolous for some people, but if you just have been bogged down by a lot of responsibilities and resentment and all of that stuff, this is just hopefully your little beacon to remind you that 90% of this work is internal, but then you got to take it home. Got to take it home and, and spend time together and enjoy that beautiful life. All right. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. If you are a Valentine's Day celebrator, um, I'm going to eat a heart-shaped cookie with my daughter later. Because <laughs> Steve is not eating flour or sugar. But he still brought me a treat, which is nice. And then we're going to move our house. So I love you all. I hope that... You're having a great time today, whatever you're doing. Maybe watch this with your partner on your at-home date. I will also post a link to that uh, at-home date night guide as well, just in case you've never seen it before. It's super fun, and I did a whole podcast about it. All right. Have a beautiful week and a beautiful relationship. I'll talk to you soon.